Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. Hey, this is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to this session of the MLMSuccess.com podcast. I hope you guys have had a phenomenal week. This week we're going to talk about most people that think they really understand how to launch their network marketing business and understand the launch process and the launch system. Those that really think they get it and understand it don't. And that's really going to be the topic and hopefully we'll be able to clear some things up and really tighten this up, pull it in, help people really understand the psychology behind the launch process and a lot more. Uh, I'm excited about this session. I know it's needed based upon the number of uh, voicemail messages and emails that I receive here at the office. So we're going to really do our best to try to tighten this up for you guys, understanding that a lot of the times when we receive emails or messages over at Askdale, a lot of times I don't know who the person is. I don't know if they're a member of the MOM Training Club. I don't know if they uh, purchased the startrightmom.com, the training over there. So, again, wide variety of people and backgrounds and names and different places around the country. And some people have got a snippet here and there. Some people have gone through the entire trainings. Uh and they understand a lot of times why it makes sense. They understand the truth in the statement that the odds of the person you knowing being the person you're looking for is extremely low. But the odds of them knowing the person you're looking for that can benefit from your product, service, or opportunity is extremely high. Every friend that you have knows someone who would have an interest in your product or service or they have a friend that you don't know that's a real entrepreneur, go-getter, that they could introduce you to. So people understand the psychology behind it, but implementing the system, there's some breakdowns because people are not, uh, they're, they're not getting the full picture. They're not understanding a, a lot about what we teach. And again, in this session, what I want to try to do is really tighten that up for you guys to the very best of my ability. I've got two or three messages here that I've received from people. What we're going to do is I want to play the messages. I'm going to give a short comment after each message, and then we'll come back and try to pull uh, pull it all together and give you a, a much better understanding of not just the psychology, but also how to implement effectively 
implement the system, the launch system in your business and stack the odds for success in your favor. So the first message we have is from Joanne, Joanna. We'll listen to that now and I'll make some comments. Hey, Dale. Um, it's Joanna. Um, I'm in my fourth month of uh, MLM training club. And, uh, you know, it's just, uh, with, with even launching my business, it's a little hard with the coronavirus to do it in the way that, you know, um, we should do it with the letters and things like that. But even without the coronavirus, like, I just don't have, um, addresses for people anymore. You know, all my friends are on social media and everybody I know pretty much is on social media. I mean, the only address that I have is my mom's. (laughs) So, um, I'm just wondering like how to go about that to even send the letters. Um, you know, my company, their, you know, their focus is launching on social media, doing everything on social media. And, um, you know, I'm not really getting any results with that, so I do want to try this, but I, I just don't know how to do it without, like, having everybody's address. So, uh, yeah, I just, um, not sure where to go with that. Thanks. Two things. Two things. Number one, for all of you, don't complicate it. Number two, if an upline, if someone in your company, if anyone, is trying to convince you that the best way to launch a network marketing business is on social media, run. I did a whole podcast on this. Some of you may need to listen to it again. It's at momsuccess.com forward slash story 180, and that's the actual name of the podcast. If someone tries to tell you to launch your business on social media, run. And I get into all the reasons why in that episode, so I'm not going to go back through that. But I do know that some of you just need to put this to rest once and for all, one way or the other. And I promise you, it doesn't matter to me one way or the other. Do what you feel like you need to do. But from a business standpoint, if you want to know one of the reasons, and I think there's another message coming up here in a minute where we talk about you know, people are sick of network marketing because people, all people are doing are spamming their social media to death. And again, I don't want to go down this road again. I feel like I've gone down it too many times. Here's what I want to say. Don't complicate it. I, I hear weekly, Dale, I don't know how to get addresses. Okay, so guys, again, don't complicate it. Don't complicate it. Let's say that you took an awesome Christmas card photo, you know, the the cards that people can mail out and they've got a picture of your family or whatever, and you send out Christmas cards. And I realize not that many people mail out Christmas cards still today, but some do. Or let's say that you have a awesome birthday, party, invitation. You've got an eight-year-old 
child or grandchild, and you've got a cool birthday party invitation that you want to get mailed out, kind of like a keepsake, for all their friends. Okay, pick either scenario. Christmas card, birthday card. And you need to get the addresses. What would you do? What would you do? And I'm asking all of you listening to please answer that silently to yourself. What would you do? So when it comes to finding the addresses for the people that you want to send your launch letters to, whatever you would do in the event that you had a birthday card or Christmas card to mail out, whatever that is, do that. That's the answer. Do that. White pages, well, I would probably send them a text tell them, telling them I have something I want to mail to them, and can I get their postal mailing address? I'd send them a message on Facebook and ask for their postal mailing address. Whatever you would do, do that. It, it Don't complicate it. Don't complicate it. Don't complicate it. Okay, let's see. Uh, I've got a couple more messages. I, I think this is Alan. Let's listen to this. Hi, Dale. Uh, this is Alan Knight. Um, I was I had a question about whether we leave a voicemail um, after if we don't get them live when we call them back after we've sent them the brochure and the letter. Um, yeah, so, and if we do leave a voicemail, um, I, I didn't find a script on that. Um, or if we just hang up and try to call back again at another time. So, thank you. Hey, Alan, thank you. I appreciate your question. So, we've sent out, uh, our 10 letters this week. We're following up. We're not getting any. Uh, nobody's answering their phone. That's kind of what goes on in today's world. Um, unfortunately or fortunately, however you want to look at it, I don't answer my phone either. Uh, and they won't let me answer the office phone. So what do you do? You call, no answer, leave a message. Uh, I would say, hey, Alan, this is Dale. Uh, I I sent you a letter. I just wanted to make sure you got that. Could you please just send me a text or give me a call when you get a chance? So I'm asking them to send me a text or give me a call when it's convenient for them. Three days later. Hey, Alan, this is Dale. I'm I'm starting to get concerned about you, buddy. I haven't heard back. Uh... I left you a voicemail here two or three days ago. Did you get the voicemail? You aren't ignoring me, are you? Give me a call. Okay, so would I really say you're not? Yes. I'm contacting a friend of mine, somebody that was on my top 50 closest friends, family members, coworkers. Uh, I expect them to respond to me. I don't expect them to buy anything from me. I don't expect them to join. But I do expect the courtesy of a response. So that's kind of the tonality of the second message. Uh, The third message is, Hey, Alan, this is Dale. I'm really kind of getting upset, to be honest. 
I cannot imagine you leaving me two messages like I've left you and not calling you back. And I expect a call back. Give me a call. That would be the third tonality of that message. And that would be three days after the, the second one. So within, within 90 days, I mean, I mean, within nine days, you, you want to, hopefully they're going to call you back after the first message. If not, hopefully the second. If you have to leave the third, leave it and make a mental note. And when you see them the next time, that's the first thing that you want to address. Hey, man, I left you three messages here a couple months ago, and I never heard back from you. How come? Again, treating people the way you want to be treated with dignity, respect, but not being mealy mouth about it either. You know, just, you know, people, you know, if they want to find a reason to get offended, they'll find it. They'll find it. But they're a friend. They're somebody I've known probably for a while. And I might not get back to them immediately, but if I can get back with them, I will. And and I will be straight with them. And that's all any of us can ask is for people to be straight with us. We'll be straight with you. You be straight with us, and we're all good. And so that's that's the thought there, Alan. Um, I hope that helped. Uh, I would leave three messages, um, and I wouldn't spend much more time on it than that. Leave three messages, make a mental note, and the first next time you see them, uh, address the elephant in the room quickly. Hey, hey, man, I, 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 about two months ago, I left you three messages on your machine. I guess I got your, the, your wrong phone number. Is your phone and pull it out and you can scratch your, this is what I have is your phone number. Is that still right? Put it on them. Is that still right? It can't be right or you would have called me back, wouldn't you? Treat people the way you want to be treated. Uh, dignity, respect, but, don't let them whiz out on you either. Don't, you know, don't, 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 don't let, don't take the hook out of their, out of their mouth. I mean, you know, there's no excuse for a human being to not at least, uh, communicate with another human being, especially if they've known them for a few years. Okay. Hope that helps, Alan. Uh, the last one we have, and then we're going to come back. Uh, the last one is from uh, Tom. So let's listen to what Tom had to say. Hi, Dale. My name is Tom. I have a question. Um, I've sent out a lot of warm market letters about the product with brochures to many people. I'm fortunate to have a large warm market because of my, my day job. So I've sent out over 400 of these with lim- very limited results, but I know that's that's the way it goes. But now I want to follow up with these people with a two-step uh, recruiting, you know, especially because of the time we're in right now with the coronavirus and the jobs that are lost. But I want to know, since people aren't answering their phone, what's an appropriate voicemail message to leave or a text when I can text people? These are people who know what I'm doing because they received the brochure with the warm market letter, so they know I'm in business. 
and I, they're not, people don't answer their phones. So what kind of a voicemail should I leave that's appropriate? Um, and, and I also, I, this isn't a question. It's more of a, an idea or a request. You mentioned previously in a podcast that uh, the media equates network marketing with a pyramid scheme. I totally believe that. Um, and I'm running into this brick wall of the stigma of our industry. Good people won't touch me with a 10-foot pole when they know that it's network marketing because they've been badgered by their friends. They've been trying to convince. Uh, they've seen their friends spam their Facebook pages. All the ways that it's been done wrong for the last 25 years that you talk about has created this huge stigma that we're running up against. And my idea is for you to record a video that we can point people to um, telling them that we're bringing the, the industry back to its roots and we're going to be doing it correctly. Um, and I believe that you're the person to do this. You know, a short video, five minutes long, telling... Okay, Tom, sorry you got cut off there. We got two part. We got two, two sections here. Number one, talking about uh, the negativity regarding the industry... Uh, how, what do we do about that? That's the first, that's, that was actually his second part. We're going to address that first. Then we'll come back to the mailing of the letters. Uh, we've already covered the voicemail messages that you would leave, uh, previously. We've already covered that on this podcast. So that should be covered. Regarding, uh, the network marketing business model, uh, how it's perceived in the field, I will agree that uh, it is diminished uh, to levels that many of us probably never thought it would ever be diminished to. That's no, there's no question. There's also no question that the profession itself brought it on itself by what we allowed to be propagated throughout the profession. Okay, it we the profession's been its own worst enemy regarding needing a video. Uh, and I'm the guy to do it. I'm not the guy to do it. Uh, I have done everything that I can possibly do since I first did Network Marketing as a Scam Audio. I guess that was back in 99 or something. Uh, I've done everything, said everything that I can do, and a lot of people have cheered me on throughout this process but very few people have the guts to join the bandwagon. Very few people have the guts to join the bandwagon. Dale, you shouldn't call out that guru because that that guru's made a lot of you shouldn't call them out. Well, the reason we haven't, the reason we didn't, and because we didn't is how we end up in a, the state of unintended consequences that we're in today. Bottom line, it just is what it is. Uh, you know, there's an old saying about when a wise person does nothing, you know, then ignorance can take over the world. When wise wise people don't speak out, and you know, we've we've had this unwritten rule that you should never talk bad about another company or another product, and I don't know how that got propagated throughout the profession, but. Don't throw other people under the bus. What they're doing wrong, if they're not telling the truth, if they're telling people to, to do things that we all know will not work, 
it's our responsibility to call them out, in my opinion. But again, I've done it uh, for 20 years. I would love to hand the torch to somebody if I knew there was uh, somebody that wanted the torch. But why would you want this torch? So that's that's the reality there. Now, let me try to address your question the best that I can. First of all, I would say, how do they know it's network marketing? Unless it's just a company that they've heard of. And anytime you get anything negative about network marketing, well, that's, that's network marketing and, and that's, you know, I, I don't have any interest in network marketing. Then all you need to do is have a logical, normal conversation. That that's cool. I'm 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 just curious why you would say that, Tom. That you don't have. Have you been involved in network marketing before? Most of the time, they're going to say no. No, but my aunt was, and she lost a lot of money. So you're telling me because your aunt got involved with the network marketing company and lost a lot of money. Uh, that's why you don't want to investigate network marketing. Because you're, because somebody you know lost money? If somebody you know had a, had a wreck in a Chevrolet, would you never buy a Chevrolet? I, I'm just curious. And just have a, a normal person to person conversation. Here's your ultimate goal. Say, look, I don't think you should believe necessarily your aunt or me, but have you heard of Robert Kiyosaki? And most people have heard of Robert Kiyosaki, and if they haven't, Robert Kiyosaki was a, you've probably heard of him. He was a New York Times bestseller. He wrote a book that you see on all the bookstores called, uh, on the shelves of every bookstore called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Have you heard of Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Yeah. Listen, if I give you an audio of Robert Kiyosaki, I think you'll find it really insightful and interesting. Would you at least just listen to the audio? And then you can give them the audio CD, The Perfect Business, or you can send them to The Perfect Business online video, either one. And we will have that video online at momsuccess.com soon because somebody asked me, Dale, will you put that up online just so we can have a domain that we can send them to that's easy to remember? So we'll do that soon. By next week, we'll have that done. But, but, so that's the first way that you address it is just having conversation. You know, people, uh, they're headline readers. They don't go in depth on anything. They hear three or four people have three or four negative opinions and then they take it as gospel truth and they, they don't take the time to look behind the curtain. And if a person is sincerely looking for an opportunity and they have leadership and management abilities, uh, it's our obligation to do our very best to try to help them get a different perspective on what this profession can be about, what it really can be. Uh, but it's, we're not obligated to. We just do our best to move on. That's all any of us can do. So also understand that back in the day, every time I ever did a presentation, I heard continuously, oh, that's just like Amway. 
child that's just like Amway. And probably five or six years ago, I wrote an article about how there was a trend uh, where now, when you say network marketing, it's just like 25 years ago when people were saying Amway, that now it's not just Amway, it's network marketing has got that negative connotation around it. And again, you could see all this coming. There's so much we could have done as a profession to prevent it. Uh, we haven't. And now many of us are, are suffering unintended consequences because of it. It makes everything a lot more difficult than it needs to be or it should be. But just remember, when you run across negative people regarding the network marketing profession, take some time, ask a few questions, find out if they've ever been involved with the company, find out why they feel the way they feel with the ultimate go uh, is not going to be Del Calvert video. That's not going to happen, uh, Tom, but I appreciate the thought. Uh, it's going to be the Robert Kiyosaki audio CD, Perfect Business. Also, the presentation will be at MLM Success in the blog, on the blog over there, where we host the podcast uh, Within by the time most people hear this. Now, let's go back to mailing out the letters. Tom, you 1,000, it sounds to me like, and again, I'm not throwing you under the bus at all. I've, I've seen this mistake happen more times than I even want to even talk about. Okay, but nowhere have you ever heard me say mail out more than 50 warm market letters. And I believe it only needs to be 50. Mailing out 400 letters and crossing your fingers and your toes and hoping you get good response is a pipe dream. It's not going to happen. So let's, let's, let's break this down and, and let's talk about this a little bit. And I'm going to let you guys go because I really feel like this has to be refined. This has to be refined, and it has to, it, it it has to be tight, and you have to understand what you're really trying to accomplish, and and from from a business standpoint, and from a from a launching a new distributor standpoint, there's three or four different thought processes and mindsets and reasons going on around this whole launch process. It's number one to help the new person logically launch a business like they were launching any other kind of business, whether it be a uh, a restaurant or dry cleaners or what have you. Now, those of you that do go back and listen to the episode, uh, if someone tells you to launch your business on social media, run – those that do go back and listen to that particular episode, um, again, that's at momsuccess.com forward slash 180. When you go back there and, 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 and listen, 
you start to understand why people are being told to launch on social media. You, you understand it. And I believe for most businesses, uh, launching on social media makes a lot of sense. For some of our other businesses, we, we're very active on social media. But network marketing is different because the way to create wealth with network marketing is through building teams, building teams. And when you first contact people, you don't want a lot of preconceived ideas about what you're doing or, or what's going on. You, you, you want to eliminate as much of that as you possibly can. And again, I'm not going to get into all that. I covered all the psychology in, uh, over in, at Story 180 at MLM Success. So mailing out 400 letters or 100 letters or 50 letters all at the same time is never under any circumstances a good idea. This is not a case where more is better. What do we teach? We teach it in the training club, and we also teach it specifically in the Start Right program as well. Ten letters a week, your first five weeks. Ten a week. Why only ten? Because follow-up is more important than the initial contact. And you want to follow up with those 10. Some people will answer the phone immediately. You call your sister. Hey, how you doing, Christy? I'm doing awesome. Hey, I, I sent you a letter uh, last week. Did you get the letter? Great. Who did you give my brochure to? And again, you guys probably know the scripts from that point forward after the phone is answered. We've talked about earlier in this podcast what happens when people are not answering the phone. So, but the point is, you you mail out ten letters, and and you stay with that individual until you've called at least three times before you before you mail out any more letters. You want to get ten people. You mail out ten letters. And you still have, you've talked to five and you still have five people that you haven't got a hold of yet. Then the next week, maybe mail out 10 more, but don't, don't get to where you have, you haven't completed your follow ups. Follow up is more important than the initial contact. Fortunes are made in the follow up. Fortunes are made in the follow up. Fortunes are made in the follow-up. If you could send out 500 letters and and have a booming organization started, network marketing companies wouldn't need us. They would just do it all through direct mail. The only reason you're sending the letter, it's not to enroll them or even acquire them as a customer. The real reason, the honest reason, bottom line, you're sending a letter is because it's somebody that you know, and by following the script as we outline it, you're stacking the odds for success in your favor because you know they're probably not the person you're looking for, but they know the person that you're looking for. Everybody that you know, if you're in health and wellness or any other 
product. You could be selling life insurance. And somebody, everybody knows somebody in their family, a coworker, a neighbor that has talked to them in the last few months about what kind of life insurance you have. Do you think terms better than whole life or whatever? They've had those conversations. All you're trying to do is figure out who do they know right now that is a prospect. Who do, if you're in health and wellness, who do, who do you know? that's getting ready to start back on Weight Watchers, et cetera, et cetera. Again, I've talked about this thousands of times. You're stacking the odds for success in your favor. It's not about who you know. It's about who they know. And you've got to follow up. Mailing out letters is, is not what this program is about. It's not what launching your business is about. It's not, it's deeper than just mailing out letters. It's, it's having those conversations to figure out who do they know that I need to talk to? Who do they know that is a great prospect for my business or my product or my service right now? That's who you want to get to. That's the, that's the purpose. Now, if you, if you pick up a few customers and your Aunt Mary decides, you know, she wants to buy term life, policy from you or or try your multivitamin or your skincare or whatever product you that's that's just all gravy that's just all bonus this is dip, this is not an easy business to do guys you have to become skilled but you cannot become skilled if you're trying to develop skills around the wrong mindsets what are you really trying to accomplish during the, these 10 letters a week launch, what is the ultimate go? Get real with that. Treat people the way you want to be treated. Have normal conversations and follow the scripts, understanding the goals, understanding the, the, where you want to take everything. Understanding when you say, Hey, who did you give my brochure to? Understand that 95% of the people, you know what they're going to say. They're going to say, well, I haven't given it to anybody yet. And what do you say? You, Hey, no problem. Who are you going to give it to? Guys, this works, but you can't shortcut it. You can't take the pieces that you like and try to implement it. Let's face it, anybody can put together a letter and drop it in the mail and cross their fingers and hope it creates a ton of business for them. But that's not what this program's about. That's not what this launch sequence is about. This launch sequence, when done skillfully, correctly, skillfully and correctly, gives you the greatest odds for success when launching your business that I've ever seen. Does it require new skill sets and mindsets? Absolutely. Absolutely. How do you develop those? Guys, how much material have I put out on this over the years? Go back and listen to it. Go back and listen to this podcast a few times. Repetition is the mother of learning. And then practice. You know, practice. Uh, call somebody. Call your spouse and practice the scripts with them. You know, act like act like your husband is your Aunt Mary. It, how bad do you want it? How do, it, it? It's going to take work, guys. 
It takes work. It takes commitment. It takes dedication. There ain't no foo-foo dust. Or you can just, you know, keep going on social media and, and, <laughs> and doing whatever, what everybody else has been doing the last 15 years, which is all that's done is created a tremendous amount of flack for the industry, uh, that should not even be there to begin with. Uh, that's all I can really say. I hope I've been able to tighten some of this up for you guys that you understand it's not just about mailing letters and trying to get customers. That's not what we're doing. That's not the purpose of this. And again, it's going to take work. It's going to take effort. You know, you might have to make a few phone calls after, you know, you got to work two hours late, uh, this, this, this evening. But you know what? Sometimes you might just have to turn off the radio and make a few phone calls on the way home. Time management is the best kept secret of the rich. Don't overcomplicate it. How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? This is Dale Calvert. We'll talk to you next week on another session of the MLMSuccess.com podcast. If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business, and we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, Wisdom of the Ages training, or answers to your questions.